This podcast is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create beautiful websites, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. You can sell your products on an online store or create custom merch easily to create a passive income stream that engages your audience and scales your brand. Design your products and production inventory and shipping are all handled for you, saving you time and money. Use their analytical insights to grow your business. Learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. Improve your website and build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com Lexi to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com L-E-X-I-E. Whether you like fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. You know the one with the turquoise tube all over your socials? Yeah, that's Thrive Cosmetics, and Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademarked formulas, and uncompromising standards, it's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. I love their Brilliant Eye Brightener. It's a highlight stick made to brighten and open your eyes, giving an instant lift, but also you can you can apply it down the bridge of your nose or ever so slightly blending a line onto my cheekbone. It's really versatile and easy to blend. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash Lexi. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E. M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash L-E-X-I-E for 20% off your first order. Hello, everyone. I'm Lexi Lombard, your host of the Alexi podcast, and this is an unusual episode. If you are a fan and familiar with this podcast, you will know that what sort of sets it apart is that it's a solo podcast. All the episodes are just me, myself, and I, and it's an intimate conversation between me and the listener. This podcast is about to hit its year anniversary, and within the year, there was one single episode that I felt comfortable enough to bring someone else on the podcast, and that was one of my best friends, someone I trust infinitely. I am incredibly close with them. So what makes this that much more interesting is that the second guest I will ever have on this podcast is someone whom I've never met. This will be our first in-person interaction, and I'm very excited for it because this person, I discovered their Instagram in March of 2020, and their content became my quarantine safety blanket. They really got me through in a way that they have no clue. I always had it in the back of my mind that I wanted them on the podcast. Now, what makes this difficult is I live in New York, and they live in Los Angeles. I just so happened to be in Los Angeles for a work trip this week. Figured let's seize the opportunity and have none other than Sophia Kelly here on the podcast today. Hello. It's <laughs> exciting. I'm so happy to have you here. I know. I'm so excited. It's I surreal. have notes. Oh my god, amazing. Because I don't want to forget anything. But I know. I already did a little introduction and it was basically sharing with everyone that you were my quarantine safety blanket. And I feel like I should give you a little rundown of... How I even discovered you, which I'm... Yeah, I feel like I, I don't know. I have no idea. I'm excited Because you for also know so many of my friends now. Yeah. I've turned so many fr- of my friends on to you. Yeah. So one of my friends, little sisters, friends from college, <laughs> I follow on Instagram, and she reposted your cinnamon roll. Oh my god, it would be that. And I wanted that. to make it, because yeah. it was just flour, Yeah, so it was like so simple. And then I checked out your account, and I know the wellness space yeah or I thought I did and you were a wellness baddie (laughs) I know that feels so shallow to say Mm -hmm. but you just felt like a three-dimensional person and quarantine had just begun like that's why I was baking I live in New York I always go to restaurants yeah so I was home and had time and you posted so many stories 15 20 little dots yeah it's my fatal flaw no it saved me because there's an element of fear sure that was happening during lockdown but also an element of boredom 
and I could see what you were doing in live time. So if I was just laying in bed, but you in California had already started making your like, smoothie. Right. I thought, okay, well, she can do it. I can, exactly. I can yeah. do this. Yeah. I considered buying those little jars that you would put oh, your yeah. smoothies in and jars. getting new zest yeah. protein. I was like, is this what I need to do? Yeah. Like make yeah. it through and be healthy. Yeah. And I want to know what you were going through during that time in life. Because in my head, you were just this happy little wellness yeah. girly living yeah. with her boyfriend. I know. And I'm like, but you have a real life. And like, what was going on for you in March? It was wild. I am someone that's just already prone to anxiety. Like I literally am a baseline anxiety and anxious person. And so I think when it, when COVID hit and it just was like locked down, I was just like, what the fuck? We all were like, what the fuck? Yeah. But it really was weird because I, I'm like a runner. I feel like I just have to go. I have to do things. I don't give in. I don't like give in to my anxiety. I don't give in to like my depression even. I'm someone that's like, no, I'm anxious. Let me just do more things. Yeah. So I feel like it was kind of fun because I was like, cool, I have all this time. I can like, I mean, obviously I was scared as shit, but like, I was like, okay, like now I can like learn how to like do all these things and like knit and bake and like get into things. And I was like online researching, like, like I'm going to learn how to play piano, like just do like stupid random things. I think it was really just like a mask of like, you know, for what's actually going on, which is me being fucking just anxious and like super depressed. But I was also having to quarantine with my boyfriend at the time who I think it was, I mean, it was kind of nice at first, but we were in like a 300 square foot apartment, like with our cat. I was absolutely losing it. He was like FaceTiming his friend eight hours a day. And like, does the friend want to fucking start paying rent? Because we, I'm... I can, I'm getting to know your best friend, like, could not watch anything, because I had to have headphones on, like, 24-7, like, could not do a single thing, I was, like, taking my little, like, fucking hot girl walks, like, all right, I just need to get fresh air, it was such a, just life-changing time period, because that's when I fell out of my relationship, because I think we started to realize, like, wait, wait, back up, yeah, what were you doing before that, so busy, yeah, the most busy ever, I was working in production, like, 12-hour days, on set, go, 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 barely saw my boyfriend, which kind of worked because I think we were just kind of fizzling out. So I think it was like nice to not have to be with him all the time. And I was like having my own life. I was making money. I was like, this is so great. And then it just went to like absolutely nothing. And you couldn't see your friends and like nothing. And then I was already also kind of dealing with like some health stuff and I was really underweight and just had some like other things I think I wasn't facing from just overworking myself. Was your eating disorder during this time? It was... I was like starting to try to gain weight. So I was already acknowledged and already kind of like I was going to therapy for it. To clarify, is gaining weight recovery for you? Yes, recovery. Yeah. So it was again more of like a recovery. And it was just really odd because it wasn't like, talk about this some, but it wasn't like super body focused. So I kind of wanted to gain weight and I was excited to. Yeah. So it was a fun time for me. I was like, oh, now I can actually focus on that more and it'll be great. But it really went from, like, 100 to zero. Like, I was working, thinking I was having this career in production and, like, going to work on movies to, like, you're doing nothing all day. And it was insane. But I was still, like, again, a little eager beaver. It was kind of weird how, like, that, it manifested. Literally, I stayed busy. Use the same amount of energy. That's why my stories, yeah. Like, what was that? My boyfriend's like, why are you waking up at 7 a.m. still? the yeah. wellness content was your full-time job. Yeah, no. It wasn't until later that you would either mention it in a Q&A or something along the lines that you would work in TV shows. Yeah. In The Good Place. Yeah, like I that. worked in The Good Place, worked on Veep, like, all these really oh my God, cool... Veep. I know. It was it was so fun. Like, I mean, because I, like, grew up watching Seinfeld. So I remember, like, being with, like, what's her name, Julia Dreyfus or mm-hmm. something like that. I was like, wow, like, I am, like, this is amazing. Like, I'm... Yeah, it was so much fun, but also just so draining and like I could never like thinking about doing that again like never the idea of doing what I was doing pre-pandemic now is so exhausting oh it's insane yeah okay so you were working in production busy 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 relationship was kind of fizzling out you weren't seeing him very much and then quarantine happens and you're like I'm gonna be busy 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 I'm gonna (laughs) make all this content I'm gonna bake I'm going to share stories and girl talk tips yeah were you doing all of that at all before or did it really come did I discover you when you really started making yeah, content? Yeah, you did. You started you at the good you like kind of found me at the good part cuz I feel like I was kind of but it was hard because I was working so much and I so I wish I knew how many followers you had. Do you know? How? I think I literally had I think it was like around like maybe like 
six. I think I maybe reached ten thousand. I was may at have the, had a ten thousand yeah, by the yeah. time I found you. I know you found me so early. You blew That's up. That's wild. I know. I want to talk about that too. Yeah, have- that was it. Was weird, but I think it was definitely because of the you know we were all on our phones and all bored as fuck and yeah. yeah. And you were creating healthy alternatives yes. to spend our time. Yes, exactly. When a lot of us you know yeah wanted to just yeah drink smoke sleep all day yeah literally i know like no yeah you know you guys you're not doing that we're gonna we can bake with very (laughs) simple ingredients yeah that was my big thing and i swear me pre-pandemic and pre your content putting them at the same marker I started my wellness journey, I feel like, yeah. in 2020. Yeah. That all began, and I swear you kick-started it. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so honored. Yeah. Because now, look at you. You're, like, literally health queen. You're, like, working out. You're, like, fresh off the plane, like, just hitting the gym. <laughs> was never me. I didn't yeah. think that that was ever going to be me in the future. I knew that part of me in the past. Yeah. You basically helped me rediscover old parts of myself that yeah. I left Probably around like middle school because Interesting. I had, you know, my high school phase right. where I was experimenting right. with drugs of course. and boys yeah. and I don't No bake time for wellness. I don't, Absolutely no time for no. it. Opposite, and honestly. I was like, wait, I left that stuff yeah. when I was younger and then seeing you who also had a life like incorporate these healthy right. Like ha- I kind of habits, habits, but also but, hobbies. Yeah, hobbies. Yeah, because that's I think well, it's this more is kind than of just, a hobby. Yeah, it's it's less. It's not just habits. I see it when you post like even workouts and stuff like that too, and like you kind of incorporating more of that in cooking. Same thing. It's not just like self care. It is also fun as fuck. Like yeah. it can be really fun. For example, <laughs> me being fresh off the plane and going straight to the gym here. I did that because my friends have a personal trainer and they work out at the gym in this hotel and they told me how good it was. Oh, so in my wow. head, I'm on the plane being like, I I'm get to so see excited. the gym at the one hotel. Yeah. Oh my god, I love it. To just use the different equipment, and it was fully just an hour for me to goof around and have fun they have this long runway of turf and i was doing cartwheels oh that's so on see, it. i know movement is so much fun oh, it's so much fun doing i know stupid things and it was great yeah yeah circling it back you had a blog though right i before? did at a website and so i was like posting like all the recipes and i really was like i wanted to yeah. start because yeah like, basically we began with where i found you the start yeah. of my relationship with yeah wellness was yeah that. yeah but when did it all begin? I mean, I think it was like I was cranking out recipes like every other day. Like I was like so consistent with posting, just like back to, and then I started picking up speed. No, no, oh, really back up, like, like when really back it, yeah, up. When any of the baking and any. When of it? did you start posting content about wellness? Probably like a year before. Did it begin with wellness? Yeah, it did. Okay. Because I had a, pr- a normal Instagram, like just okay. like, you know, bullshit, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I had just such a dark, like how, how I mentioned, like the whole high school experience, very dark, very into being very dark, not wanting to take care of myself, enjoying not taking care of myself. Yes. Really, that was my whole personality was like, how much can you actually like not take care of yourself? Yeah, like, you know how what I mean? Extreme with yeah, the apathy like literally, like it. I just have wine and cigarettes for dinner, and like that's my whole personality type of thing. Yeah, um, and it was like just super unhappy. All of this stuff happened, and I just had that like moment. I think when I was like, I think it was when I was twenty. 21 I had some other like sexual assault stuff happen I was like hanging out with the wrong crowds and it just like all came down like all came down like I was kicked out of my house I didn't have a good relationship with my parents and then I was like the only thing I could do was start taking care of myself like that was the only option or else like it was gonna be the streets like literally had no other option and so I think for me wellness was out of necessity which was is really wild to say um survival literally survival like literally and I think that happens for you hear a lot of those stories of like people you know they you need it and people will have drug problems and addictions and you have to come out the other side in a way and so for me it became also just like a documentation and that's what I still which is kind of funny like I still use it as that totally. even though I have a platform which is so wild because I don't know I've still kind of just I'm still a little free-for-all with it but, but I think yeah. that's why right. it works right it's still how it was in the beginning I've since day one since starting with like what like a hundred followers have been posting on my story just stupid things things I see my day-to-day things that no one wants to see but I just post anyways and it hasn't changed and like I think it's been just so therapeutic for me since it was out of necessity and then it just turned into like an actual thing that I can do an actual job and it's wild to say that within the span of a little over yeah. a year. Yeah. Now you're living by yourself. Yeah. In, in like a dream apartment. In an amazing, yeah. beautiful space. Yeah. 
and doing this full time. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You also, I have to compliment you on your ability to just have an idea and then take it. <laughs> Within the span of me finding you, you have. <laughs> Come out with a sixty-page ebook, yeah, yeah, which yeah. I bought. Yeah. I love paradigm shift. Yeah. Uh, you created trucker hats. Yeah, you <laughs> have a podcast. Yeah. You have a private Instagram yeah. Yeah. community. Yeah, you have yeah. your own vlog channel. Yeah. You have so many ideas, and then you'll do them. You yeah. explore them, and yeah. that's great. It's so fun, and it's, it's so really fun. helped you grow. Yeah, no, it's insane. It, I know. I, I know. feel like that's a great quality. Yeah. Yeah, um, thank you. I mean, it's a little impul- – I think it's my impulsivity for it sure. Works. It works, but it's also, like, it's definitely something that my manager hates. She's like, Sophia, I, like, call her every, like, two days. I'm like, I got another thing. And I got another thing. I have a product. I have something. And she's like, can we just chill for a second? And I'm like, no. No, I have an idea. Um, so it's a little bit of, like, a problem for me, you know. But Has I never backfired? I mean – Maybe just because I don't give my full attention to sometimes, like, one thing. And I try to, like, spread myself too thin a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, again, it's, like, I try to keep up with it, you know. And I think I'm it's okay. Yeah. But I think it's also the time for, like, doing those things and just trying out what works and what doesn't. You do you know? have a preference out of all the things you do? Honestly, okay, this sounds really weird. But I think I have a preference if I were to get really good at it. And I think that would be video honestly really which is wild that makes sense yeah. that's where you started yeah I love video content I love and I feel like I love talking to the camera I love videoing my life I just do that obviously that's why I post so many stories which is why I was like I need to make a YouTube because I can't just bombard everyone I got my more <laughs> like, I got so much more um but I think I just haven't put as much effort into that which I, I'll get to I'm not going to pressure myself to you know get super good at it but you because you started with YouTube right yeah yeah I began posting YouTube videos when I was 13. And also, I made YouTube friends when I was 13 and 14, and those are my internet friends now. It's wild. Like Emily, right? Emily, Claudia, Tyra, Drew. Like, I met them all within this one little era of YouTube. Like, you introduced me to a whole new crowd of people that are my age creating content that are new. Yeah, it's wild. Like, I was friends with people my age that had been on the platforms, but... Even Moya. like seeing like Maddie Bragg too is so. Oh, wild. I yeah. lived with Maddie yeah, Bragg. That's I lived with Drew. Like your these are all people that I've known for so many yeah, years. It's wild. And then there's all these new people that are coming onto platforms that have only been there for a year or so. Yeah. And I love watching people's take on it because yeah. I've seen all these different eras of social the makeup media. Makeup eras was my favorite in YouTube. Like the makeup, the big makeup the, era. <laughs> wait, to put in perspective how little we knew when I made a makeup tutorial, you know how you would normally have the makeup look and then you would cut to the beginning of the video where you had no makeup on? Right. I didn't know how to do that, so I did the makeup look and then I took a makeup wipe and I took <gasps> it off and then I did the makeup again. <laughs> oh my god. Because I thought that's how people did it. Oh my god, that's insane. Like, no editing. Like, yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, editing. no editing. Two... People hiring videographers to take their content and having scripts written out and really high production people wanting to turn their YouTube channels into a television show, essentially. Literally. Two, combining both of those. And I feel like you came in at such a good time. I love where social media is at Yeah, oh, it's amazing. Where it's super casual, but there's intention with it where people fully understand. Yeah. Yes, it's casual, but it's also a business. And, like, there's routes that you can take where... I have really casual vlogs, but I also have a sponsor at the beginning right, of every exactly, single one of them. Exactly. And it's so cool. I know. It's insane. It's amazing. Like, no, I know. The way that we can just, I think, working with brands, that whole dynamic is so nice. And I feel like it's gone to a place that's very like very fluid now. It kind of works. I think more people are used to it. And it's just kind of like it's it, it's working really well now. And I was kind of worried at first. I was like, maybe this is going to be like weird and rocky. But I think people are just adjusting really well to it, honestly. Brands yeah. are adjusting. Yeah. Content creators are adjusting. Yeah. The and audience. we both worked with yeah. Bondi Boost. Yeah. Let's say four years ago they reached out to me. I would think that if they wanted to sponsor an Instagram, I would have to smile and hold the champagne. Yeah. Yeah. Because Literally. that's what it was. Yeah. And now it's totally fine to still work with them. But then to have a mirror pick of you right. combing your hair and then having the products at exactly. the bottom of the mirror. Exactly. And not even making the caption to be this whole, like, intense, like, and, like, this scripted. You know, some of them are, like, a little bit, but still, like, there's so much more Flexibility. Freedom, 100%. For yeah. one of mine, I had a carousel of me 
with my makeup and my hair and then a full outfit and then like the sunset. Exactly. Boom. I full on do my, my manager's always like, she just, it's so funny. Like she puts up with me. I feel like I'm the worst person to work with because I'm so like just, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm bad with, I'm bad as a business person. Are you unorganized? A little bit. And I'm just like not... I just sometimes like don't really care, forget, and it's just really bad. It's really bad. Out of um, sight, out of mind. Yeah, literally. I'm just like, I don't know what it is. I'm really trying to figure it out. I think I just am so also new to it that it's like I'm just like focused on like the day to day and like what I'm making right then. And she's like, Sophia, you have this, do or you have you to need do to that. Look at the you have to exactly. And I'm yeah. like, I'm not doing that. But I will like incorporate sponsor posts like in like photo dumps. Yeah. And she's like, you need to like, I mean, she's like, okay with it I now. I love it. But it's so As funny. I'm like, no, I'm going to be putting a top, like a, like a stupid quote at the end of it because that's, it needs, it fits in. Yeah. Or I make it about like something bigger than just like, I love this product. It's also like, you know, other things are incorporating like a journal. Pro- I don't know. Like also a more. it's received better. It is. In 100%. that way, if a sponsor post looks like a normal post. Yeah. Then it's gonna be received like a normal post. Yeah, if and it like, looks if like an ad, people good, are gonna treat it like I know. An ad. If you want an engagement, let me do it the way that I want to do it. Yeah, yeah which yeah. it makes it more fun to create content. Right. It makes so much more fun. I, I'm having so much fun with creating content. Honestly, yeah, now I, I feel love like right. It. Isn't I it great? It. I'm like, there's. It's just so much fun now. Okay, let me go yeah. to some of my questions. Yeah. I know. But first, a word from our sponsors. Do you need a gift for the fitness lover in your life? Because Fight Camp brings the best workout in the world into your home and makes it fun. Learn to box and kickbox from your home with access to world-class programming, elite trainers, premium equipment, and smart technology that turns your workout into an interactive experience. There's thousands of classes with new workouts added each week. You'll always find something new. Use filters to explore different workout styles, lanes, trainers, difficulty levels, and more. You'll never get bored. There's quick workouts. There's paths if you have little to no boxing experience. Fight Camp's got your back. They've created programs specifically designed to teach you the basics of boxing and kickboxing so that you can build a strong foundation. Fight Camp provides real-time data during your workout so you can track your progress, work towards guided goals, and see exactly how you're improving over time. Boxing combined with plyometric workouts bring the best of both cardio and strength training into one, giving you a full, intense body workout. There's also brain fitness involved because boxing requires focus. Precise combinations push you to think about every punch you throw. It's the ultimate way to clear your mind and forget that you're working out. Fight Camp comes with all the gear you need to start boxing at home, including a free standing punching bag, boxing gloves, quick hand wraps, and smart punch trackers. And it takes up less space than you think, so if you have enough room to do a push-up, you have enough room to do a fight camp. You can even get the whole family involved. Fight camp is one of the only home workouts that's safe for kids to do because there's no heavy weights or spinning wheels. It's an amazing way for them to get their energy out, learn something new, and share an experience with the whole family. Now is the best time to get your fight camp. Take advantage of their holiday deal going on now, and if you purchase this November, you'll receive an additional pair of gloves for free. Just go to joinfightcamp.com slash Lexi to get an additional pair of gloves for free all November. Go to joinfightcamp.com slash Lexi. That's joinfightcamp.com slash L-E-X-I-E. I have a psychiatrist. We've been together for years, and she's not cheap. She's not. And I understand that that's a privilege. And one of the few services that provides prescription medication online through a licensed provider and ships medication straight to your door is Cerebral. There's unlimited messaging with your care team. And with the mobile app, it's like having a personal care team wherever you are. So you can connect with your counselor and therapist on your own schedule through your laptop or through the mobile app. You can schedule sessions based on what's most convenient for you. You don't have to wait weeks to be seen and you can do all of your sessions on a laptop or on your phone so you can always find an area at home where you're very comfortable and affordable treatments are one third of the price of traditional therapy. Treatment options are available with or without insurance and Cerebral is in network for several insurers and they're working every day to grow with their partners. Even if you're out of network, they'll provide you with the necessary paperwork so you can easily submit a claim. And for listeners of the Atlexi podcast, you can receive 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at GetCerebral.com slash Lexi. Go to GetCerebral.com slash L-E-X-I-E for 65% off your first month, and that's a total of just $30 to get started. Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all. That you don't know by me is posting my whole existence. What I was like thinking about that today, and I'm like, do you think your followers have a full 360 view of your life? 
That's a really good question. I don't know. Mm, what percent? I probably like a decent, like... Like 90? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe why do I do that? I don't know. Like, I could not tell you why I do that. I mean, like, I told the world, not the world, but like my platform that I had an abortion before I told the guy that I'm seeing. Okay. Like that night that I had it. Like, I think it was like Friday night. I had the abortion on Friday. Friday night. Told my whole platform. <laughs> the guy that I'm my boyfriend now. Someone sent it to him the next day. I'm thinking I'm never going to tell him. It just wanted done. How would done. he not know? Does he not follow no, you? No, he doesn't follow me. Oh, I block him. <laughs> so does he think you just don't have an Instagram? No, he knows. I tell him I'm like, oh, you're blocked. Like, you can't. So okay. I'm sure he's probably seen it on it. He's probably like finstered it. I don't care. Oh, but I I'm, have like, so many questions. I know, but I'm like, you're not following it. Okay. Like, I'm just letting you know right now you're not following. And he's like, I'm not like ecstatic about that but like I showed him my ratio I'm like it's I don't I like showed him I'm like I don't it's not like it's like all men and there's nothing like aggressive yeah. you but just yeah. want to feel like you're not speaking to him right exactly and like, like I talk a little world right. exactly and um but yeah the the craziest thing is he didn't know because we weren't official yet and I was getting to know him didn't want him to follow didn't tell him I had I was an influencer didn't tell him I told him I was like in the space of it but it wasn't like I have a page mm -hmm. um didn't know what a podcast none of it and he literally gets sent my episode in detail going through the abortion process and he calls me so, and he goes, so you have a podcast, you shared that you had an abortion and it was with my, like my, my child, my, my hot. Yeah. and then you also have a, and then he listened to every single podcast episode, looked on my Instagram. I mean, he was like, there's not even enough words. I felt like I was going to pass out. I was like at like a cute ass lunch and I was, got this call and he's an emotional. He's like, you Hannah Montana Yeah, me. no, literally. He was like, I didn't think we were going to get past that. Wait, you know, like, why, how do you get is past this it? your normal strategy when like meeting guys? Well, it's new because ever since I, ever since I broke up my boyfriend, he knew yeah. my ex of like three years. So he, I wasn't, I didn't have to tell anyone this weird like influencer thing. Cause he was there when it all yeah, happened. Yeah, exactly. And then I was dating around a little bit after him, but it was like nothing. It was like one night stands, stupid guys. Yeah. And then this guy, I'm like, you know, I don't, I'll get into it, but like, give me a minute, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, just like three months in, it just like the abort. And I don't know, see, again, I don't know why. I think it just was like, it's therapeutic for me. And so I, I think that. of it, you know, yeah. Like when I, feel I like recorded you have a that. podcast the yeah. day after my mom passed away. See, fully. I know. Exactly. And it just I, felt I good to, to get exactly. it out. I know it felt, it feels good in a way. It's and sometimes you want a monologue. You don't want a conversation. Exactly. At all. At all. Yeah. And exactly. And I didn't want anyone else to be a part of it. I didn't want him. I just literally, like, it was late at night. I just recorded it because it just came out and it felt right. And I think he was just risky like... Risky, though. Yeah, so risky. And I even, the one thing I said, and he, to this day, gets, like, emotional thing. I said in the podcast, and I shouldn't have said this, I said something like, I, I said, like, I, the guy I'm seeing is not, like, father material or something. Aww. And it just crushed him. Oh. crushed him and I and I was like well of course not like I just but in my head I was thinking like in general I'm not ready for a child yeah but he took it as like I'm never you know kind of like a bash to him personal yeah. as opposed to you saying that I could have just as easily yeah. said I'm not mother material. that's literally exactly yeah exactly and so I felt so bad and also the worst part is that he found he listened to it when him and his two his brother and his best friend were there so they all three were listening to it I'm like okay cool so I'm never going back to your place because now they've all heard me being like, and then he stacking out my vagina. Like, I literally was in detail. Yeah, it was yeah. taken down by the time that yeah. I saw yeah. it. Because I yeah. saw the episode go up on your story. Are you promoting it? It went down, like, literally, like, Maybe, six hours, not even. I was going to say, yeah. the next post I saw was like, just in case you're wondering, <laughs> yeah, I had to take that down due to personal reasons. <laughs> yeah. yeah, literally. It was so dramatic. Yeah, that went into a whole other thing. You I share know. a lot. I do. And I do. With your impulsiveness that yeah. you've discussed, maybe that would be an example where social media posting yeah. backfired a little bit. Yeah. But I personally like the idea of if you're in a space that you can truly share yourself for a period of time, because more than likely we're not going to be doing this forever. Right. 
why not why right. not give someone a full 360 picture yeah. like as much as you can and i i have boundaries like i'm not gonna air my family's dirty right, laundry exactly, on the internet exactly. but if it has to do with just me and the general musings of being in life you may have crossed the line a right, little exactly, bit exactly exactly, exactly. Involve someone else but yeah. for the most part I think it's a really cool thing, and it's yeah. we've never seen this before. Like this is very new terrain for humans. Yeah. Oh, it's to wild. It bl- every day. I'm like, I can't believe that I have because I feel like I have these weird. Like I think we all do this like subconsciously. We have like with you. Like if you were to like go off, like even before beating you, like if you were to go off the face of the earth and like stop posting for a month, I would be deeply sad. I'd be like, no, but like literally because you form these like weird like. I think it's called, like, parasocial, parasocial relationship. Yeah, that's been my favorite, like, topic recently because it's, like, I felt like even – and I have this with, like, probably 50 people online, people that even don't follow me that, you know, just, like, creators I love or whatever. And it's, like – or people that I've just been following for so long. Yeah. And they're just, like, if you st- – I would be – or, like, they'll have a breakup and you are, like – they, I, what the fuck? Like you get like emotional. You're, you're hurting. Too. Oh, they have a baby, and I'm literally sobbing, and I'm like, "Why am I? I don't know. They don't know I exist. Yeah. I'm crying. You know what I mean? It's wild. I know that there's pros and cons for sure. Just yeah. like there's pros and cons to everything. Yeah. But if someone's being honest, for whatever reason, you and I were both born on this earth feeling very confident about ourselves for whatever reason. Like, everyone has just as good of a reason to be confident in themselves. Like, I'm not, I know that I'm not better than anyone else, but for some reason, I just, like, I enjoy my time here in this little body. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm just vibing. And when I'm not vibing, I'm still, like, there to tell people I'm not vibing. I don't know why I program myself to, like, want to be this way, but I find it probably the same for you it's so easy to share because nothing's forced yes like we don't have a internet persona per se like of course there's um general safety right and privacy but for the most part it's me my internet presence is the same so when you form these parasocial relationships it can be dangerous if the person is not actually who they are but if right. they are who they are, yeah, then you actually have a real friendship. I'm like, this is cool. No, literally. Which is I know. why I wanted to have you on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we are actually yeah. friends. No, I know. It's wild. And it's wild. Yeah. I need to emphasize this for the podcast listeners. We've never met. We've never met. <laughs> Confirm. We've never, never met. met. No, no. So it's crazy. It's even more meta that we both share our lives online. Yeah. And that's how we met. I know. And so us actually meeting is us it's sharing so our lives online. I know. It's so weird. Oh my this God. This is the most 2021. No, I know socializing I've been I've a ever... weird like existential thing and I've been like it's weird like the last like week I've just been like wh- this it, life feels so surreal I feel like I'm there's this you know follow, do you follow size phone it's wait yes you do yes. it's amazing but she has this thing where she's like so wild like her brain is just amazing but she has this thing she'll post in her story again a person that I just adore following okay to yeah uh clarify I follow her casually I don't really know her well but yeah. I know only the graphics. Yeah, she's... yeah. She just posts these amazing. She's just so wildly intelligent and so. I feel like she's someone. It's like she did shrooms for like a like a year straight, and that's how her brain is. Like she just the way she thinks she's is insane. Permanently, permanently, just like a hundred percent, and like talks about it and is insane. But she does this thing on her stories, which every like every morning she's like are you feeling like a bot today? Like a robot? And like, yes or no. And it's so funny. And I think every time she posts, I'm like, I'm like literally me. Cause some days I'm like, wow, I'm literally feeling like body. Like it's wild. Like, but I get that all the time now. I'm more like, this is like a bot scenario. Like I feel like it's just surreal. And then sometimes I feel so not like a bot where I'm like, this is, I feel so like viscerally human, you know? So it's, it's going between the two all the time. Do you think it has any correlation or a direct correlation with how much time you're online? Sometimes. Actually, probably. Honestly, I think it does yeah. for me. I think so because there's like this last weekend. I mean, I'm still very active. On, I mean, I literally never take days off of like posting. Like I literally don't think I ever have, which is bad. But there's days where I focus more on my content or focus more on I'm on the computer more and I'm posting more intentionally. Mm-hmm. Where sometimes I literally don't even think and I'm just like snapping like throughout the day. And those days I'm more present in my own life. Like this weekend when I'm with my boyfriend, you know, when we're like whatever. And I definitely feel way more human in those moments. I think when I am on my phone, emails, God, the most bot like. How do I? I don't even know Email how to write etiquette. business. I'm just like, I just want to be like, what's up? So, like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. No one gave me a course on that. I think I sound so ridiculous every time I respond. Well, you have email. a manager. Yeah, I know. I know. But, like, she's still, you know. How long have you been working with her? 
almost a year. Okay, it's did amazing. She find you. Did she you found find me. Her? Yeah, and she just she's more in the like food space, which has been interesting for us because I think she's definitely works more with like food influencers and, and you're very more, lifestyle i am i really try i mean i had a whole rebrand you know i, I know i know it's wild i wanted to have you on the podcast for so long that i was gonna call it the one with wellness with soap is kelly your last name yeah oh. so it's sophia rose kelly oh great yes set of names no i know three first names yeah that's i literally great. get either like people will literally call me like either sophia or rose or kelly like it's literally all of it it's wild. they're all good yeah they're and just all short together. yeah sophia rose kelly what possessed the rebrand I just is like, you know what? I'm not going to be a food creator, like just purely that. Yes. And I'm not going to be just like just wellness anymore. I think I want to incorporate more like fashion and more like interesting other things. And I want to talk about more. And then the journaling, it's wellnessy, but it wasn't even like that. I want to like normalize maybe just all journaling. of it. Oh, I know. There's so many We're things. We're such little journal nerds. I know. I know. Obsessed. <laughs> like literally my favorite thing in the whole world. Yeah. And you even posted photos of old journals that you had when yeah. you were a teenager and I'm like holy shit like my pages look just like that like I Do swear you, I had yeah. the same doodles the so you same... journaled when you were younger yeah. too yeah. yeah I have certain journals that from years that I have like trauma blocked out oh I and know. I can't even revisit no that I know journal, there's some that make me but like, I can't throw them away no, you can't throw them away you can't no I can't wait to look back and I just want to keep holding on to them I just love it and I used to kind of I got into a phase where I was like journaling on my computer and I'm like this is absolutely no like I need to have it be handwritten for most of it because it it feels it's so different for me like just hands-on back to like human versus bot like I need that humanness in my life you know the handwriting yeah it's so healthy even if you're writing down the nastiest things or if I'm in a headspace where I'm freaking out or if I'm incredibly sad and I realize that I haven't written in my journal in a few days yeah it is incredible how after 10 minutes... Oh, I know. I'll read what I wrote, and I'm like, so that's it? Like, yeah. that's what I'm spiraling yeah. about? No, it's crazy. And I can look at it, like, physically. I think our brains literally need journaling. I think everyone's brain, like, I think... I it, got li- it yeah, out. Exactly. Like, now it doesn't live in me. It's... Exactly. That's me tapping yeah. the paper. Yeah. It's <laughs> Yeah. No, literally. It's, it's so nice. Paradigm shift? Yeah. Which is your... How many pages? It's, it's like 60-something pages. And it's broken into categories. Yeah. And they're all journal prompts. All journal prompts. Yeah. What came... Where I did, needed it. I need to even back up because you're such a creator, but I'm like, where did you begin? A lot of it was like CBT, like what my therapist was literally okay. telling me to kind of work on. What is CBT? It's it's cognitive behavioral therapy. Yes. So, yes, yes. so it's like the best form of therapy, especially for someone I mean it's for like everyone but it's so great helps you compartmentalize and just basically help your brain process things in a more healthy way and a lot of good like coping techniques and things like that and so whenever I got into that I was like this is changing my life and so I just started writing them down and using them on myself and then I'm like I need to make a book of this because I think I was posting them a little bit yeah we're like I need more. And I was like, I'm going to make an ebook. Um, and that was the biggest turning point for me because it was the first thing I ever sold and made money from. Because I wasn't even it doing was, that brand was the first deals. Thing? Yeah, I wasn't even doing brand deals at the time. Wow. Like, I think I was maybe doing ones for like $100. Like, that kind of thing. I, I had nothing. And that's what really set it off for me. And I made a huge chunk of money from that. Like, yeah. just being honest. Because I had no idea it was even going to be successful. You don't know. I just was like, okay, I put this out. And I hired no one to help me. It's not like I had any graphic person. I put out no money. So it was wild to get that much feedback and just like, honestly, the responses. Like I didn't even think of myself as someone that could be helping people. Like I was always a very narcissistic, selfish girl growing up, like a hundred percent, like without a doubt. Um, and now being in this place where people are messaging me, like, I'm sure you get lots of messages too, of like, thank you so much for just like sharing or existing and like, helping me through anything i'm sure even with Where like randomly will say something and it strikes a chord oh in it's, someone odd. Like, it's I the most that. amazing experience yeah. to literally be able to and then people that like just live in different countries too you're like this is i'm what me like someone's listening i know it's weird it's weird when you're talking you're talking to yourself yeah and like yourself yeah there is yeah. something therapeutic about self it's almost self-soothing or it it's is. definitely self-soothing when you can comprehend your issues or you can't comprehend your issues but then you speak them so you right. can comprehend yeah. them it's almost like a self-conversation right exactly um I feel like I'm saying very obvious things no but I love those it. yeah and then when you have no one physically there but then you get virtual responses you're like, yeah Wait a second 
Yeah. You no, know? it's weird. And I know that some people say this, like, that they'll kind of, like, listening and, like, kind of responding back. Because I think, yeah. like, when you podcast, too, I feel like what's really cool is you're not just, like, telling people things. Like, this is this. Because I think a lot of podcasts can be very, like, informational. Mm-hmm. And I think what's so comforting about yours is that you're just telling you're, – you're almost, like, we're in your head. Yeah. And you're just, like, trying yeah. to – so sometimes you'll be talking. You'll just – you'll be like, well, is it, like – I don't know. And, like, you're not just being, like, information. This is what you guys need to know. I'm it's, not teaching. You're not at all. And I love that. And I think that that is like so important. We need more because I think a lot of like even I've had this recent thing like I can't read self-help books right now because they're just like hard and misleading because you're getting so much information about what's healthy, what's not, what's going to cure this, what's going to fix this. And And it's the same idea. Exactly. And And you're like, exactly. 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 And that's the whole thing of like journaling too is like it is a free thing. It's something that you can do every day and it's not this like. It's not based on anyone else but yourself, really. And that's the, that's kind of the ba- basis I of, right? I thought the product was incredible. Right, thank you. Because it's so removed, but right. simultaneously being incredibly personal to you. Right. Like, this is what helped you. But you're not going into personal details about right. what you were writing in them. Right. You're just giving people the prompts so they can figure out exactly. That for and that was and my whole point. It was like I wanted people to. I'm like, you do the work. I'm not gonna. I don't want to tell you. Yeah, because people definitely yeah. see that you solve some things. And they're like, hey, yeah. Oh my here's gosh, my that's issue. my whole. That's like, why. No, that's not the point. Exactly the point. And I get so many DMs. The where point I'm is, just like, I figured out for yeah. me. Now you can figure it exactly, out. Exactly. Exactly. And that's again, that's I think the best way to teach sometimes is to just show, kind of give people a little bit of like the guidance and a little Leave bit. Like, example right exactly and then just you got to figure it out though I think a lot of life is figuring out on your own a little bit you know oh my god I was taking a ride to the hotel and the driver was like so what do you do oh, and no. I was like oh I have a podcast and I have a YouTube channel and he's like what's it about I was like oh my podcast is everything from dealing with death to the best sex I've ever had yeah and he's like you're young do you feel qualified to do that and he like, was challenging you. I know. I'm Sir, like, I I, it's absolutely free to share your yeah. experiences yeah. and you can certainly avoid it. Yeah. And he's like, so it's just for people younger than you. I was like, if something that I have to say resonates with someone who's older than yeah. me, so be it. He was so bothered yeah. that I, as a young woman... Oh, people, was... old people are so bothered by that. They're like, you don't know anything, like that kind of thing. No, okay. I know. It's wild. Then don't listen. No, I know. It, it's crazy. I'm like, I actually believe... have a lot to say as a 24-year-old. Like, I think I actually have learned quite a bit. And I think we need to normalize... Like, I said this with Moya, because I was saying, like, you don't hear about anyone making a an autobiography, like, when they're younger. Even, like, you know, usually it's, like, when they're, like, 60 or 80... Mm-hmm. I think we should hear some from, like, a 30-, 40-year-old perspective. I don't know. I feel like, not saying you know it all, but just there are, like, it's it's about, like, how your, what, what your perspective is now with your life so far. And I think that's interesting. It doesn't have yeah. to be, like, looking back when you're 80. Looking back now, I got some shit to say and yeah. stuff that I've learned, and that's okay, you know? Autobiographies are oftentimes just yeah. a reflection on the past. Exactly. And from a certain place and move to an entirely different place, why are you not qualified right. to exactly. share that, that experience exactly. happened to you? Exactly. Oh, I wanted yeah. to get so angry with yeah. that. And I was like, it's yeah. not worth it. It's not worth it. Don't do it. Breathe. Do yeah. breathe. It's okay. okay. But I've never been so challenged by someone before. Yeah, he, where that's wild. A lot of times you'll like, get like random supporters. Yeah. They're like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. And he was not a fan. No. I was like, well, you're not going to ruin my day because it's in, we're in sunny yeah, Los Angeles. Exactly. And, this and you're a limo and you need to quiet down. Yeah. I did go on Instagram and I posted that you were going to come on the podcast and I asked for questions and these were some common ones. First one, how do you come up with your recipes? Um, I think it's a mixture of finding things that I already like and things like banana bread or like cinnamon rolls again and things like that. And then finding a lot of it's science. I mean, recipe making is literally science. So if you even have a recipe that you like or like, let's say there's a famous like banana bread recipe and you're like, damn, I can't have dairy or like gluten so what do you do you just I started just being like all right well like subbing gluten-free flour into there taking out some of these things adjusting this and then you start to kind of like experiment um so I think for me it was like having these more dietary restrictions on myself that you know because I was just like not my gut was messed up I was like I need to heal myself so I would just take recipes and I was obsessed with like Bon Appetit and New York Times and oh my god obsessed Claire is just like my, I just love watching her. I just, it's so comforting. Um, But things like that and just kind of tweaking it and adjusting it. And then 
it's crazy again with science is like you really just need like a sugar and like a, a, a baking an agent like baking soda baking powder and then you need like a fat and then you need like a base like a flour or something like that and then when you mix it together it literally it's wild so you can adjust and add flavors and add flavors and it's so cool and and it just kind of blossoms but definitely like picking things out of like interesting flavor combinations from you know well-renowned you know chefs and people and then kind of just like I don't know simplifying it it's easy to, you know? How to make Instagram friends and how to nourish those IG friendships. That's a good one. Um, I feel like you have so many Instagram friends. I have friends. so many. I, I And you came out of nowhere. That's what I'm saying. Like, you were a force. <laughs> because I think people feel friendly. I think you have to also create a space where yeah. people can feel friendly towards you. Because you're so that's open so people feel like they can and be people, open with you. And people, I message so many. I think that's how, like, I mean, even, because sometimes you follow someone and they just never really post much, and that's fine. But, like, you feel no, like, real connection to them. But I think when you're, I'm posting also so many things that are very opinionated, like, people will respond back because mm-hmm. they're open-ended or they're something like, I like this, and someone's like, I like this too. They share things. That's how I even start talking. Like, I love Drew. Drew's like one of my favorite people. I've met him like a few times around LA, but we like, well, because it'll be like something like I got a tattoo, and he'll like respond. You know, it's I give people I think on my on my like I'm gonna say channel on my page, a people a chance to communicate with me and leave totally. that open. So I think that's kind of a good thing is to first off like leave that space open and make it like a comfortable place that seems approachable. And then honestly, too, just like literally messaging people. I think yeah, you're we could, really great at messaging. Yeah, I do. I like it. I like responding to people. I like having, I don't know, I think like, or supporting people. Honestly, like just having that like banter and that, that talk with people is so fun. And I, I don't know, commenting and just like, I don't know. It's, it's fun. I feel like just thinking of it that way and not being scared to reach out to people, honestly. I have a personal <laughs> question. How do you notice when someone follows you? Because... I feel like you get a I don't, lot of follows. Yeah, I don't really. Like, and DMs. you're pretty quick. Yeah. Like, Emily yeah. followed you and then got a follow back. And, like, you yeah. follow my roommate, John. Because I think it's, like, you see, like, mutuals. Mm, okay. So I'm like, okay, like, if Lexi, like, it's fine. Like, they're, like, you know, they're a cool person. But also, what I do is, like, because I don't check. I have, like, probably, like, I swear, 5,000 unread DMs. Like, I'm really bad. I check my, like, primary ones all the time. Like, I'm very quick on that. Mm-hmm. But... I don't even check, like, following. I'm so bad at, like, all of Instagram, like, everything. My manager's, the like... The irony yeah, of it all. Literally, I know, I know, right? It's, like, I just... I feel like, honestly, though, the less, like, attention you spend on it, it's just... Yeah, it's better. Um, but I'll just check my recent following and then scroll through and see if there's people, like, I'm forgetting that, like, I know, maybe. Because mm. then I get through waves where I'm not following anyone because I just, like, forget, you yeah. know, to look kind of thing. I'm, like, I'm not... And then I'm, like, wow, I'm missing out on, like, cool people that I could be following that are, like, interesting, you know? So many times I've gone to profiles yeah. and... They're already following oh, you or you're so following them. Wild. I'm like, okay. Yeah, literally. You know everyone. I know, I know, I know, yeah. I but know. it's true. You put out so much content and it almost feels as if you are introducing yourself. Right. And so then they have truly, the chance to Truly, that's a good way to put it. Back. Yeah. They're so unrelated. Like, it's literally, how did you come up with your recipes? Has your forwardness towards men ever been rejected? <laughs> like a real <laughs> switch. <laughs> as my forwardness towards men I mean I'm not that forward really I'm a big like seducer oh yeah elaborate I so I read the art of seduction when I was in like high school and that changed my life oh my god it's literally life-changing okay um it goes through very like it's it's just wild it goes through all the types of seducers and it could go I could what do you think I am you might be kind of a siren too is that what you are? I think so. And I think, and I also tell, I'm like, I was like going through all my friends. I feel like we wouldn't be the same one. But I feel like, maybe not. You're maybe like the, oh, maybe you're the, there's one, I forgot what it's called, but it's like the, it's like a, it plays on people's like, not like child's not the right word, but there's this like really like, look, it seems like you have a lot of fun. And I think people see that and okay. your content in a way and like it's almost a little playful very playful and so it's um it's called i forgot what it's called but they're all these like amazing names like the rake is like the men's one that's like the woman like chaser then there's like the siren which like i identify with there's like um the the one that's like the funny like comedian person okay there's, there's like seven different types it's insane so you basically read about all these different like types of seducers and it can go for anything for like again a co-worker for friendships like there's different you know seducing is more than just with the opposite sex yeah. or the same whatever same sex and it's literally like 
just life-changing. I think you'd be definitely, like, the playful one, though. Okay. The siren I'll is, like, later. is a little more dangerous. She's a little more, like, what are you going to get from her? You yeah. know what I mean? More you don't surprise. really know. More surprise. I think people get that from me. But yeah. as a, in a lover sense, I feel like that changed my life because I noticed, like, okay, seducing. Like, that's a thing. Like, you got to, like, be seductive. And so I, oh, I just, love this. oh, I honed I'm so in. glad this question was asked. No, Thank it's you. So, it's my favorite thing because I was super, started being very involved with boys and, and men and stuff at a very young age. And so okay. the idea of seducing and the idea, I mean, I was seducing technically at like in like sixth grade. I like started seducing my math teacher and my friend's older brothers. And I was like, wasn't even, dev- I was like starting out so early and I just, I transform myself into like a sex symbol, like literally. And I thought like truthfully, like before any of this, this is why it's wild to talk about me being like a wellness girl, because I literally was like, I'm going to be a stripper. Like I'm going to be a full on in the sex industry, this like just sireny, like whatever. I I was like, it was so natural. Yeah. So natural. But I really like got so into like the science behind it. And there was little things you could do to like get men's like the male attention and like even seduce everyone I wanted to seduce everyone I wanted to be I remember reading like literally like like dictators I was like how are they doing it like I wanted to be like where I walk in somewhere and that's all anyone literally just to see if you could literally and exactly just it was fun it was really fun but there is so many weird and then I got into like psychology and it's so fascinating so you found your body yeah. and you're like wait I'm interested in my mind yes literally and you're like now let's discover my yes. spirit and there's exactly the 100% this is the evolution literally um and it's just like you can you play with all of that and there's so many different things like and men are so interesting and like the way that they respond to things so I'm very much I'm actually not that forward I'm really, I think the number one thing of like seduction is observation. And so I think it comes from, you have to, I go into every, and now it's even in like crowds where people, it's, it's weird. It's kind of bad. Cause now I'm like, so it's like such a thing for me. Okay. I go in every such very much like quickly observing, quickly making mental notes. Like if the guy in like little subtle things, like how are they looking at me? How are they standing? Are they attracted to someone else around the room? Are they distracted? Do they seem like they're, what kind of mood are they in? And I can like adjust and play off of that to where I feel like, cause sometimes forwardness is appropriate if it's the right type of guy, you know, it's, it's so cool. It's so cool. So, and this goes again with, with friendships, even not like you want to seduce your friends, but again, it's like creating, like, how are you want to show up in that environment? And again, it's, authentic but you also get to like play with it yeah you switch the approach you do exactly exactly okay so for men you see hot looking i'm trying to think probably bars the most obvious example like what would be my thing yeah i would probably feel it out if he looks like he's like a player guy that's like super like he's looking around and he easily makes eye contact with me i'm very big on like i'll like very much look at him but kind of in like a it's this weird like look not like a oh I'm interested but kind of like I notice you're looking at me mm-hmm. and then like almost like a challenging look a little bit if he's because some guys don't want to look because they're nervous so if he's a guy that's looking for instance like you can tell like he's wanting to make that eye contact yeah so you, you give it know to what's him going exactly on. and then you do the little like you look away and, and then I really will like carry on and then you kind of will like I'll go back to the bar if he's standing by there and go around and it's a little like things with your body like not being like I don't do the whole like I'm gonna like start just like sexy dancing in front yes, of them yes. you know things like that there's subtle movements and the one thing that like is my favorite tactic of all time if you really are trying to get in with someone is subtle like I read this somewhere but like not playing like touching your ass or your tits because those are obvious but little things like playing with your hands or like you know again the playing with your hair that's obvious but I will I will literally this is my go-to move at a bar this is so wild I will stand there find like kind of good lighting but I'm still like talking to a friend or something and the guy's obviously like in view and I'll literally either like start just like putting up my hair like I'm gonna like put it into a bun or something you know what I mean and not yeah, look at such all long hair right and it's like exactly and fine like I think it could even be like anything but I love the hair or, like fixing an earring and where it kind of shows your fa- I don't know and it's this very like I feel like it's it kind brings of attention yes and so he yeah. wants to see what's happening. Right, exactly. And then it's like they just start getting very – men are just really animalistic. And so when you kind of get just – you kind of like can get them in easily with those little weird things and they love – like I'll even like apply hand lotion at the fucking bar. Dead ass at like two – I'm like 
rubbing my, and it's so, I literally had a guy come up to me after I literally applied hand lotion. He was, or I have the fan. My new favorite thing yes, is bring yes, a fan I with you. I saw that video. I do have a the, fan. The way the men come up to you when you have a fan, because you're <laughs> fanning yourself and you look gorgeous because you're just fanning your hair. But then also it's a conversation starter. They'll they ask. They want to be fans. They're like, fan me. And you're like, okay, sure. And you look like, I feel like it goes back to like, Egyptian times when totally. women were goddesses and they're like being fanned. I'm like, yes, I deserve to be. Fa-. It's wild. But you're tapping into that like subconscious, like she is treating herself like a god. It's weird, but that's what I love. Like I love that was a, such a long winded answer. I love but it. You it just got the door to yeah. a whole new interest. Yeah, I know, I know. So, anyways, I don't always go for the like. I know I can seem very like giving a guy my number, but you gotta play it out. You gotta. Yeah, feel who, it out. Is he saying hi first? Yeah, probably. Or I'll kind of, I can give, but I will make, if I really am down, I'll make it very obvious with my eyes and my body language or I'll brush past him or something. But I, I tend to like, yeah, usually I'd like him to say hi first. I'm yeah. sure people <laughs> love that. Yeah, I love that. That was fun, right? <laughs> wow. That was for sure. The best. The best question. Yeah. Why okay. don't I read the rest of the questions yeah. and you can pick out the okay. ones that you feel like answering. Okay. What is the thing we have most in common? That we we think we have something to say. <laughs> I don't know what this is. The only child yeah. to me, like <laughs> I just maybe it is. Is it an only? I'm an only child. child? Yeah. <laughs> My friends are always like, "You have only child syndrome because you think you're so important." And I'm like, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. <laughs> That's what we have in That's it. We're only children, so point. Yeah, take with that what you will. <laughs> Everyone's gonna be rolling their eyes. I know. And they're like, oh fuck. Of course, course they, they are. are. I know. I know. <laughs> Feel free if you have something you want to ask me, but okay. I've already asked you a ton. Yeah. Oh, what is something you've always wanted to ask each other? Well, that's kind of a cool one. Ooh. Okay, I have one. If you were not doing this, what oh. would you be doing? I I was meant to do this. Yeah, yeah. But if you had, like, you just like let's say the internet, like, not the internet. Shut okay. Because uh, you were, I know, I can see it for if, sure. Or if you had to do a side, like a really cool, like side. I've always wanted to do something in the realm of talking on screen Got it. Got because it. I went through phases where. When I was younger, I wanted to be a TV news broadcaster. There you go. So it's always. I wanted like, to be a talk show host. I always wanted to do something like that. Um, Could you be an actress? No, I'm no. not good at that. I'm not good at acting. Though. What is something you think needs improving in the wellness community? Oh, that's a good one. Honestly, I think it's just gotten to be very like boutique wellness, mm-hmm. where it can be a lot Product of like oriented. Yes, and it's consumerism. And, like, yes, and, and very like, and also these like out like friends like Aloe Houses and things that are becoming another like influencer hub and they're kind of also like profiting off of like still selling wellness and wellness products but then also having this like exclusive event where it's like no one else can get in and there's like you know five hundred dollar like cbd products and like it's just ridiculous and so i feel like there's it's becoming a little bit of like this hierarchy with wellness and i think going back to like that's why i like following creators that are again talk about things that are just like baseline wellness like literally take a shower treat yourself nicely, journal, go for a walk, do some more simple things. You know what I mean? So I think that maybe that just like that there is this now people are profiting off of selling. And it's, again, it goes back to like, you're not good enough. You're not healthy enough. You're not fit enough. So part of me is like, we're getting a little bit back into that, but you know, it happens. It's just part of the cycles of consumerism in life. So I also like what we touched on earlier with it being more of a hobby. Right. And all those things that those products that are expensive and bougie, those are perks. Those are just little bonuses on top of your healthy lifestyle. If you want to treat yourself or whatever, but that is, as you said, not baseline wellness and eliminating that confusion. But for the most part, I like the direction that, yeah, Things are headed. No, same. And it's, and it's fun. I think it's also integrating into other parts of life, which is really fun. Like, people are trying... It's just, like, really cool. You know? Like, it's integrating into different elements now as opposed to, like, just wellness. Yeah. You know? And more people are doing it. That's why I try to, like... I mean, I'm still kind of cringy and, like, normalizing being a little cringy. You and, like, being corny. The I know. You have to. It sucks, but you have to. You have to do it. You know, shit's corny sometimes. It just is. And the last two questions okay. are about LA versus New York. What are things that are in New York that you wish were in LA? Bodegas. Bodegas. It wouldn't oh make any sense. Here. I wouldn't, but Y'all I'm don't obsessed. Walk. No. Actually, downtown. 
I have I have one underneath me, but you know it's not the same. No, it's not, not the same. I the second I get off the plane, I'm like, take me to Bodega. I need to go to Bodega right now. What do because you get? I just everything. You just get everything you need. You can get a toothbrush. You can get a fresh juice. You get and a you, sandwich. And you get a fucking sandwich. A hot sandwich. It's unreal to me, and it's just they're everywhere. Bagels and they're, are everywhere. Yeah, I. It's just the the convenience of New York. I feel like you walk out and you're just like I tell myself every time I go there, like I this is I need to like be here. I need to be here. I know there's like everyone finds magic in New York, but it is a fucking magical city. I could never move there for probably longer than a few months because I need the slow pace of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I need my car. You're also born and raised. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It would be such a but I need to do it for a little bit. And I think bodegas, bagel spots, more just like cool local places i feel like there's not that many cool bars and restaurants like there are good ones here but it's not like at, you have to drive 30 minutes to get to a cool one you i'm like hop around. you can't there's no hopping like a night out in la is like let's spend 500 dollars on an uber to go like two places oh yeah you can't it's just like go the to, last yeah. one's always a house oh, Deep in like so the fucking valley, away. you're like going to Calabasas an hour away, and it's like then you, oh, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. I got off the plane. I saw lemonade, and I was like, oh, we need that. Yes, we need yes. Earth Cafe. I want all. Yes, I need backyard bowls. Yeah, what was your first meal? Or what'd you get? Uh, I had room service. Oh, okay. Forty two dollars salad. I love that. I love that for you. You deserve <laughs> that. You deserve that. Yeah. Uh, what well, anything that's just, oh, the like annoying ass healthy places and cutesy places that LA has I kind of miss them yeah I wish a little fresh sweet like I want Alfred's yeah I want yeah what else am I missing I want Erewhon yeah oh my god I don't know what I would do that's the one thing I would miss this is the craziest thing I used to live in an apartment complex right by Erewhon like three or four blocks away the Hollywood one um the West Hollywood Yeah, 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 yeah 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 and I remember wandering in there one time and thinking it was just normal grocery store, not knowing. Yeah. I didn't have the hype. This is right. like in 2014. Yeah. And just being like, why is everything so expensive? I yeah. don't understand. And then yeah. like walking out and never going again. Right. And now I'm in New York watching all these LA vloggers being Obsessed. like, back in Iowa. Like, I fucking I love Emma it. Chamberlain, and I'm like, oh, like, I, literally, need, yeah. I need she, to get the yeah. salad that she the gets. The kale salad. It's what else unreal. do I need to get there? Literally, the hot bar is just the best thing. Oh, amazing. It's like the kale, white bean salads. The unreal. buffalo cauliflower. Oh, my God, yes. Okay. I don't know if you like salmon, but there's salmon. Oh, I love it's salmon. Unreal. It's like the most, it's unreal. Their sushi is good, too. But, like, even just a little fucking snacks. There's one chocolate chip, vegan chocolate chip cookie that's in the front. It's, like, by this brand, Delicious. Oh. Best. Have you had those? I had, before they were even in retail stores, I would have them delivered on my birthday. Oh, so you've had it. Oh, they're incredible. They're insane. I'm like, there's no... Better like, than Insomnia no, or I know. any of those places. It's, it's unreal. It's called yeah. So Delicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so good. good. So good, yeah. I mean, Erewhon is just... Yeah, there's, I feel like there's not as many... I feel like there's little health spots in New York where there's not like a big... like. Not the yeah. same way in LA. No, I know. And I want to go to Hot Pilates. Yeah. And... It's so just like vacate. It feels very vacationy here. A lot. I even feel that. Even being from here, I'm like, oh, I that come to the west problem. side, and I'm like, oh, like I just feel like I'm always kind of like it's just all very slow and syrupy and like lovely. You know, LA is just a very lovely place, and I feel like New York, you're just like boom, boom, boom. Like what's that? Like you know that fucking TikTok song that like it's like we got like I forgot what it. It's like the it's the one Emily made a TikTok to, and it was hilarious. Ooh, we got hustle. Yeah, we got that, drive. That's we got power. Really, to me that that's is new york and then like lana del rey is like fucking la you know what i mean like just like so like oh i love it i love it yeah i withered away when i lived here yeah. i was like i'm not doing anything i can't imagine like an la lexi like that's so wild oh she hated herself really it's not worth it but now that i what last question is this hat what makes like why did you feel like you weren't was it like who you were at the time or do you think you would still have that if you lived here like, what about LA, mm. like, like mm. withers you, you That's know? a great question, because I wonder that all the time. Yeah. I don't know if I didn't like LA because I didn't like who I was during those years. It's weird. It's a weird thing. Or if LA also had an impact on it. I think I need seasons. I love winter. I Got love it. fall. Don't have that here. Literally was 80 today. And I think, it's a, I think it's amazing that I could go out to the pool yeah. in November, but I need time to pass visually for me. 
See, that's maybe why I get seasonal depression is because there it, it the nights get darker, but there's no like cozy elements. Mm-hmm. So you're like okay, but it still feels like summer, but the nights are like yeah, yeah, that's yeah. such a. I did the visual I mean, we thing. We have seasonal depression because it's like horrible yeah, outside. Literally, like, it's dark and freezing. Yeah, it's true. That's true. <laughs> but Honestly. I, I totally feel that the time not passing is strange. I, similar to you wanting to take a month or so in New York as an idea, I always consider coming out here for a winter and yeah. skipping the New, the York, New York winter, winter and doing like January, yeah, February, March out here. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for coming know, on this podcast. so fun. We really covered everything. <laughs> a well-rounded episode. A long episode, I think. I know. Where I can we find you? you? Wellness was up. Sophia Kelly. At Sophia Kelly. Um, Sophia with a PH. PH. Okay. S-O-P-H. Two L's. No E. And the Kelly. Where else? What else am I? YouTube. YouTube. I think it's just Sophia. I think that one is Sophia Rose. Have you created any products lately? I'm about to. Okay. Stay tra- tuned, y'all. Another hat. Thank you so much for being <laughs> here. XOXO. Let's Bye. see. guys it's brooke and danielle from gals on the go podcast it's very minimal change but basically what Wait, i did uh, can we talk about the tiktok because i saw you deleted it and i need to know that. <laughs> i wasn't gonna bring it up but now that you're bringing it up <laughs> well, on our show we talk about everything from college lifestyle to navigating your 20s and beyond and there's always that quote that people say like if they like you you'll know if you don't if they don't you'll be confused but some people i don't know <laughs> We hope you guys will join us every Wednesday for brand new episodes right here on Podcast One. Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer, so we understand motorcycles. No, really, we have a bike translator. Okay, so this bike feels like he's capable of a little more than just trips to the convenience store. Oh, also, he wants to let you know that you can buy a gallon of ice cream instead of a pint every time. (laughs) Those are his words. So he said roughly, like, blink the last wheel. It doesn't really translate, but the way he said it was super funny. (laughs) Get 24-7 roadside assistance with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Roadside assistance subject to policy terms and limits and may require comprehensive coverage. Did you know 77% of women who wear bladder weakness products experience intimate skin irritation? As if having incontinence wasn't stressful enough. But Tenna Intimate Pads have been gynecologist tested and do not cause skin irritation. Gentle on my intimate skin. I need to try Tenna Intimate Pads. Visit TennaSample.com for your free sample. Kind to skin protects like Tenna.